This program is made possible by the giving of the God Called Partners of Renner Ministries. This is Rick Renner, and today I'm deep in Russia. And look at this magnificent house behind me. In the 17th century, nobility lived in homes which were fashioned of stone and masonry, and they had beautiful stone decorations around their windows. Well, the poor people couldn't afford a home made out of stone or masonry, so they decided they would begin to build lattice work around their houses and around their windows, kind of like what they saw in that stone masonry, but they would make it out of wood and would make it very colorful. And actually, as you drive through the old cities and villages of Russia, you see houses like this everywhere, and they're just magnificent. But hey, there was another reason why they surrounded their windows with all these decorations. Why? Because people didn't look through the window because they were so fascinated with what was around the window. And it was a way of keeping people from looking through the window into their houses. But isn't this just whimsical and just so beautiful? But today, I'm thinking about divine revelation and windows into revelation. Many times we can't see what God wants to show us through a spiritual window because we see everything going on in our life and it kind of obstructs our view. But God wants to part the spirit realm and give us windows into divine revelation. And actually, the Bible tells us in 1 Corinthians chapter 2 that it is the ministry of the Holy Spirit to reveal things to us. And that is what I'm going to talk to you about today. Stay tuned for a teaching you can trust, a message that will inspire, strengthen, and equip you with vital insights and understanding from the Word of God. Here is Rick. Welcome to today's program. My name is Rick Renner, and I've been sitting in this chair waiting for you, and I am so excited because this week we're beginning a brand new series that I've really worked hard to prepare for you, and it's called Windows into Divine Revelation. And the cover is filled with pictures of all kinds of whimsical, beautiful windows from all over the countryside of Russia. But the theme of the program is Windows into Divine Revelation. And we're going to see this week how to get the revelation that you're needing to receive. But this series is five parts and it comes with a wonderful study guide. And this week we're also offering you both of my devotionals called Sparkling Gems from the Greek, Volume 1. And we're also offering Volume 2. By the way, if you need a revelation, this is a great way for you to get a revelation from the Word of God. These books are literally filled with sparkling gems into the Scriptures. I've extracted treasures that will really illuminate your understanding to the Word of God. And if you don't have number one or number two, it doesn't matter which one you begin with. But my friends, you ought to order one of these, especially as we're starting a new year. You will use these every single day. And I know they look rather large, but you just read a little bit every day. And my friends, I will walk you into a deeper understanding of the Word of God, and you will really get a brand new revelation. And this week, just for fun, since we're teaching on windows into divine revelation, in every order, we're going to throw in a little magnet window from Russia. I just love these. They're so whimsical. They're all different colors and all different styles. And we're going to throw one of these into every order this week. And when you get it, 
I want you to put it on your refrigerator because it is a magnet. And when you look at it, I want you to do two things. Number one, I want you to think about the renters and pray for us and pray for our outreach to Russian speaking people around the world. Number two, when you look at these windows, I want you to remember that God wants to show you something through the window. Maybe you've had a lot of distractions, just like these windows are covered with all kinds of lattice work. I told you in the stand up to today's program that in the 1800s, people begin to put all this lattice work around their windows, hoping that people would look at the lattice work and not look through the window. Well, in the same way, we have a lot of lattice going on in our lives. And sometimes we're distracted by all these things, some of them good, some of them bad, but the fact is they are distractions. When God wants us to look through the window, he really has something that he wants to show us. But today I'm going to talk to you about the source, the source of divine revelation. And I want you to reach for your Bible and turn to 1 Corinthians chapter 2, and we're going to begin reading in verse 9, where the Bible famously says, I hath not seen nor ear heard, neither have entered into the heart of man the things which God hath prepared for them that love him. You know, when I was growing up in my denomination, we often use this verse as an excuse for not knowing how to pray or not knowing what to do, or even say, we don't know what the future holds. We would say, oh, you know what the Bible says? Eye has not seen, ear has not heard. There are just some things you can't see and you can't know. But my friends, that is really a wrong appropriation of this verse. In fact, when you get into the following verse, you're going to find out the day of ignorance is finished because the Holy Spirit is our source of revelation and he has come to show us everything we need to know. But there really was a time when I hath not seen and nor had ear heard, neither had it entered into the heart of man, the things which God had prepared for them that love him. But let's look at that verse. First of all, the word I. The word I is the Greek word ophthalmos. It's where we get the word for ophthalmology. But here it is singular. And it describes a single eye. You could translate it a single eye. A single eye has never seen. The word not, which is used here is the word ook. It is the strongest form of the word no. It is emphatically not. One eye, not even one eye has ever seen. And the word seen is the Greek word harao, which means to behold, to delightfully view, to perceive, to see, to understand. And now the writer says, not one eye at one time had ever seen, comprehended or understood, nor ear heard. And actually the Greek says, and additionally, not an ear. And again, in Greek, it is singular. Not a single ear had ever heard. The word heard is a form of the Greek word akuo. It's where we get the word for acoustics. And it describes the ear as the faculty of perception, the ability to hear, to perceive, and to comprehend. So if we stopped right here, there really was a time of ignorance when not a single eye had ever seen. Using the Greek word ook, emphatically not not a single eye, and additionally, not a single ear had ever heard, had ever comprehended what? Neither have entered into the heart of man the things which God has prepared for them that loved him. And it's very interesting that when the Bible says had entered into the heart of man, it is the Greek word anabio, form of the word anabio. And the word anabio means to ascend, 
to rise, to move upward, to transition to a higher state. Sometimes it's translated as the word imagine. And that's why it here says, neither had entered into the heart of man. No man had ever begun to imagine or even conceive the things that God had prepared for him. And when the Bible says the things, it is the Greek word hosa, which means what things, what great things, how many things, and it speaks of the vast extent of things that God has prepared for them that love him. But according to this verse, there was a time when a single eye had never seen the vast extent of all the things God had prepared for them. Not a single ear had ever heard or comprehended the vast things that God had prepared for them that loved him. It had never entered into the heart of man. It had never arisen in the heart of man. A man had never contrived or ever imagined the vast things, things, things that God has prepared for them that love him. And the word prepared is also very, very important. It is the Greek word etoimos, which was used to depict a state of preparedness. When it says, which God hath prepared for them that love him, it means God hasn't just prepared these things, but they are in a state of preparedness to come to you. You just don't know yet what they are. And inherent in this word is the action of one who's done his part to be prepared for a specific event. It was used in an athletic sense to depict runners who had prepared in advance for a race it was used in a military sense to portray soldiers who had their shoes tied on very tightly and hence they had a firm footing and they were ready to move to action in a moment. They were ready at any moment to be called upon for duty. That is the word prepared, which is here, which means God has not just prepared things for you, but those things are ready to move in your direction. They are in a state of preparedness, ready to move at any moment to be called on duty to come and work in your life. You say, well, I just don't know what they are. Well, hey, this verse says God has prepared. These things are on their feet, ready to move in your direction for anyone who loves him. The word him in Greek is the word alton. It's very clear. If you have a love that is fixed on Jesus, Jesus has marvelous things prepared for you. Now you might say, but I just don't know what they are. And according to verse nine, there really was a time when not a single eye had ever seen, not a single ear had ever heard. The heart of man couldn't imagine, couldn't even contrive what wonderful things God has prepared and has set ready to be released in our direction. But when you come to verse 10, we find the day of ignorance is forever removed for those that are born again. Look at verse 10. It says, but God hath revealed them unto us by his spirit, for the spirit searches all things, yea, the deep things of God. My friend, this verse is packed. So today we're going to unpack it. Is that all right? And we're going to begin with the very first word in the King James Version in 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 10, which says, but. That word but in Greek is the word gar. It is very emphatic. You could translate it, but indeed. It's almost like Paul is lifting his voice to give us a new signal. But indeed, God hath revealed them unto us. Revealed what unto us? Things 
that the eye previously had not seen, things which the ear previously had not heard, things which the heart previously couldn't contrive or imagine, and what things, what things, what things, the vast number of things which God has prepared for us. They're ready to move in our direction. And now in verse 10, Paul says, but indeed emphatically God has revealed them unto us. And the word revealed is a form of the Greek word apokalupto. It's a very long word, and it's a compound of two Greek words. And really, it's important that you understand these two words and how they work together. The first part of the word is the preposition apo. The second part of the word is the word kalupto. The preposition apo means away as to remove something. And the word kalupto means to conceal as to hide or to obstruct. But when you compound the two words together, the word apo and the word kalupto, they form the word apokalupto, which here in this verse is translated as the word revealed and compounded. It refers to something that has been veiled or hidden, but then suddenly it becomes clear and visible to the mind or to the eye. It is a sudden revealing. It is an unveiling. And thus it means to uncover something because the veil has been removed and what is behind the veil is no longer concealed or hidden from view. There really was a time when you could not see the plan of God for your life. There were things about your future that you did not know. But according to this verse, it is the ministry of the Holy Spirit to part the veil so you can see clearly what is through the window on the other side. When I was a little boy, we had a big picture window in our living room. And when the window was closed, we couldn't see what was on the other side of the curtain. What was on the other side of the curtain was there all along. We just couldn't see it because the curtain was pulled. But my mother would stand on the side of that big picture window and she'd begin to pull the string on the curtain. And as she pulled, the curtain would begin to part. And you know, the curtain wasn't parted altogether at once. It parted just a little at a time. But as she pulled on that string, the curtain would begin to come wider and wider and wider and wider. And the wider it pulled apart, the better the view became. And finally, I could see through the window to the other side. And what I saw was not a new creation. It had been there all along, but I couldn't see it because there was a curtain blocking my view. That is exactly what happens with all of us in many different areas of our life. God wants to show us something, but we don't quite see it yet. He wants to show us who we're to marry. He wants to show us what we're to do with our career, where we're to go on our vacation, what we're to do with our money, where we're to go to church. He wants to show us everything. And sometimes it seems like we're just so distracted by many things in our life that we're not able to see what he wants to show us. But it is the ministry of the Holy Spirit to pull the veil apart so we can see. And we cannot see it by ourselves. But that's when the Holy Spirit enters the picture. And that's what this verse says. But God, but indeed, God has revealed them unto us. God has pulled the curtain apart. He has shown us clearly what is on the other side. He has revealed them unto us. And the Greek is very emphatic, directly unto us. It's almost like Paul's exclamation that God really wants to show things directly to us. And how does he do, how does he do it? 
It says, by his Spirit. This is the ministry of the Holy Spirit. And the word by that is used here is the Greek word dia, which means by or through, by the Holy Spirit. Or you could translate it through the Holy Spirit. It carries the idea of agency and instrumentality through the agency of the Holy Spirit, through the instrumentality of the Holy Spirit. But there's something else about this word by, the Greek word dia, because it carries the idea of a rigorous going back and forth to get someone all the way to the other side. Wow. And here we find the never give up work of the Spirit to reveal what God wants to show us. He'll go back and forth with us until finally that curtain is pulled apart and we can clearly see what it is that God wants to show us. He has revealed them unto us by His Spirit, by His Spirit. And in Greek, the word spirit is capitalized, making it absolutely clear that we here are talking about the ministry of the Holy Spirit. And then he goes on to say, who searches all things. And that word searcheth is a Greek word which means to investigate, to examine, or to sift. It pictures one who goes through stacks and stacks of material looking for something very specific. It pictures one who carefully investigates, carefully examines, sifts through all kinds of materials as he searches for what he needs. And the verse says he searches all things. All things is the word pan. To pan means everything. The word ta means every little thing. It is down to precise details, leaving nothing out, which means when the Holy Spirit comes to reveal the will of God to us first. He does his investigative work to locate exactly what the will of God is for your life, who you're to marry, what job you should take, what you should do with your money, where you should go on vacation, whatever it is you're thinking about. The Holy Spirit looks for the exact answer, all things down to the most minute, minuscule details. And not only that, it says, yea, the deep things. The word yea in Greek is the word kai. It means even the deep things. And deep things in Greek means the deepest parts of the sea, and it denotes deep thoughts, deep spiritual truths, or spiritually deep plans. And the use of ta at the very first of the phrase amplifies the vast number of God's plans for our life, which means when the Holy Spirit begins to search, He doesn't just skim the surface. Yeah, he'll reveal a lot of surface things, but beyond that, he even dives to the depths to find God's plan for our life. And when he finds them, what does he do? He reveals them unto us. That is what Paul says in this verse. Wow. And in fact, if you would look at verse 12, where Paul declares, now we have received not the spirit of the world, but the spirit which is of God, that we might know, that we might know the things which are freely given to us of God. The word now at the first of verse 12 in Greek is intended to make a dramatic point. But now Paul's making a declaration. But now we have received not the spirit of the world, but the Greek says, but on the other hand in said, the spirit which is of God, that, the word that in Greek is the word henna means, in fact, for this very reason, that we might know, that we might know the things 
which are freely given to us of God. The word know is the Greek word oida. The word oida means to comprehend, which means God wants you to comprehend what he has planned for you. It could be translated to perceive. God wants you to perceive what he has planned for your life. It means to see or to understand. God wants you to see. He wants you to fully understand the things, the things which are freely given to us of God. These are the things which he has prepared for us. And again, the things in Greek is the word ta, and the word ta by itself means many, 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 many things, which means there is a vast catalog of wonderful things God has prepared for them that love him. And this verse says they're freely given to us by God. And guess what? Freely given is a form of the Greek word charis. The word charis is the word for grace, which means God has graced us with these things. We don't have to earn them. We don't have to deserve them. Just God, by his grace, is gracing us with these wonderful, wonderful things which he's giving to us. And Paul adds, by God. The word by is the Greek word hupo. And this is really important. The word by means by or under. And it implies that all of the revelation of these things come to us by the Holy Spirit and comes to those who are living under the Lordship of Jesus. They come by the Spirit and they come to those who are living under the leadership of Jesus and under the Lordship of Jesus. And actually, the verse says God has prepared these things for those that love him. Now, let me ask you, do you know God's will for your life? You can. You really can. You say, ah, oh, Brother Rick, can I really know God's will about everything? By yourself, you cannot. But it is the ministry of the Holy Spirit to skim the surface and to find surface answers and dive to the plums, dive to the very deepest parts to extract the deeply laid plans of God for your life. And when he finds them, he says, Eureka! And it is his ministry to then reveal it to you. He wants to pull the curtain apart and show you what you could never see by yourself. He wants to enable you to look through a window of revelation and see on the other side. I'll be back in just a moment and I'm going to pray for you. If you are seeking important answers for your life, then you need a revelation from God about what you should do next. Do you know how to receive that divine revelation? The Holy Spirit has all the answers you need. And in this powerful five-part series, Rick Renner will show you how to open a window to another realm so you can receive the divine revelation and the answers you are seeking for your life. In this remarkable series, you'll learn how to open a window to another realm so you can receive divine revelation about the vital role that praying in tongues plays in your receiving divine revelation, specific prayers that you can pray to help you receive the revelation you need. This five-part series is available in digital or physical format starting at just $10. In addition to this teaching series, you can also get the timeless book Sparkling Gems from the Greek Volumes 1 and 2. In these books, Rick unlocks the brilliant treasures within God's Word and shows you how to live an intimate, uncompromising life with God. In an easy-to-read devotional format, each volume of Sparkling Gems explores more than 1,000 in-depth Greek word studies. These classic devotionals can be yours for just $45 each and is our special gift to you. With every paid order, we are including a beautiful Russian window magnet, each uniquely finished and with masterful detail. Don't miss these exciting offers. The series Windows into Divine Revelation and Sparkling Gems 1 and 2. 
and receive a beautiful Russian window magnet with every order. Call the number on your screen or go to renner.org to order. Call or go online now. Hey friends, this is Rick Renner and today I am standing in the foyer of Rick Renner Ministries in Tulsa, Oklahoma and I just wish I could pick you up and bring you here to see all the wonderful ministry that is happening in this facility where we receive thousands and thousands of phone calls from people just like you who reach out to us for prayer and for teaching they can trust. Proverbs 10:21 says, the lips of the righteous feed many. And we know that's our job. Our job is to feed many. And I wanna say thank you to you for everything you've helped us do with your giving. You helped us construct our studio, purchase this building. And now in phase three of our ministry expansion program, we're wanting to pay this facility off so we can liberate all that money to take the teaching of the Bible around the world on additional channels and venues. And by being a part of our giving team, you can really help us make this happen. If you're not already a part of our giving team, please pray about joining us. And together we can join hands and through teaching of the Bible and by ministering to people that reach out to us and by sending teaching products around the world, we can really change people's lives. And it's amazing to me that today it's never been easier to make an impact in somebody else's life right from where you are. So thank you for praying about being a part of our giving team. And the moment you join, I want you to really expect the power of God to show up in your life. My friend, Jesus wants to give you a revelation. He wants to show you the things he has prepared for you. And there are so many wonderful things he's prepared. And that's why I want you to order my series, which is called Windows into Divine Revelation. It's five parts and it comes with a wonderful study guide about how to get the revelation from God that you need. It is the ministry of the Holy Spirit to reveal the plan of God to you. You just need to know how to open up so the Holy Spirit can pull the curtains apart and show you what's on the other side. And right now we're also offering you my books, my daily devotionals called Sparkling Gems from the Greek, Volume 1 and Volume 2. If you don't have these, why not? My friends, you will just dive into these day by day, reading a little portion, and it will open the scripture to you like never before. And this week, just for fun, we're throwing into every order a little window, which is symbolic of the windows we see on houses scattered all over Russia, covered with lattice work. And when you see it, I want you to remember to pray for us in Russia. By the way, this is a magnet. You can put it on your refrigerator. And when you look at it, I want you to remember that you heard Brother Rick teach that God wants to enable you to look through the window to see the revelation you need in your life. Now, I can't tell you which window you're going to get because there are so many of them and they're all wonderful, but we're going to throw one of these into every order. So just reach out to us by calling or going online and please remember to let us know how to pray for you. And Father, I pray for the anointing of the Holy Spirit to open our eyes and to open our ears so we can see and we can hear what you have prepared for us. In Jesus' name, amen. I'll see you tomorrow. 
Hey friends, we're coming to an area near you and we want to invite you to come to one of our meetings. Sunday, February 5th, we're going to Church for All Nations in Colorado Springs and we will be with pastors Mark and Linda Coward. Then on Sunday, February 12th, we're going to be at Legacy Church with Pastor Jeremy and Sarah Pearsons in Green Mountain Falls, Colorado. Then on Thursday, February 16th, Denise is having a women's meeting at the Stony Creek Hotel in Broken Arrow, Oklahoma. On Saturday and Sunday, February 18th and 19th, we're going to be at the Living Word Christian Center with Pastor Mac Hammond in Brooklyn Park, Minnesota. And on Sunday, February 26th, we're going to be at Faith Family Church with Pastors Michael and Vicki Bang in Sioux Falls, South Dakota. But please go to our website to affirm all these times and all these dates, and we look forward to seeing you there. This program was made possible by the giving of the God-called partners of Renner Ministries.